We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. They're going to kill the love of my life. Daisy! If I don't go back to what I was doing. This Friday... Our line of work is quite brutal and quite ruthless. How far would you go for love? You steal truck, bring it to me. Then you make your money. Is it dangerous? Of course it's dangerous! Nicholas Holt, Felicity Jones, with Ben Kingsley and Anthony Hopkins. All this trouble, all this pain, for love. Collide, in theaters Friday. Rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Welcome to the Rotowire Basketball Podcast brought to you by DraftKings.com. DraftKings is the leader in daily fantasy sports. You can use the promo code ROTOHOOPS when you deposit on DraftKings. That'll get you a free contest entry today. It is Thursday, December 3rd. Nick Whalen joined by James Thunder Anderson, as I always am on Thursdays. Um, James, we want to talk a little bit, you know, it's December 2nd, so that means only, you know, what, two and a half months until the All-Star break. So we want to get in our, our way too early uh, All-Star predictions for each conference. We'll talk a little bit about Kobe. We'll talk about Steph Curry's uh, continued ridiculous start to the season as the Warriors move to 20-0 and 0 
last night with a blowout win over the Hornets. Uh, were you able to catch any games last night? Well, I caught a, a real game. I oh, played, that's right. Played some played some ball last night. First time in about a month, so that was that was a good time. How did and, that go? Uh, pretty good. I actually had been on kind of a, a rough streak in terms of being on the losing team a lot in in prior weeks, and and this week I kind of uh, played my cards right in terms of taking uh, taking myself out of the game when you know the, there was a couple people coming in. I just wanted to kind of find a way to put myself on the best team sort of like uh an old vet looking to to kind of go out on top with a ring i, I kind chose, of pick your I, spot i contender. chose my teammates wisely last night right so. yeah i'm glad here i'm looking forward to get back we got the the roto intramural hoops starting back up now this month can't wait to get back into that but i uh had the unfortunate situation of watching the spurs and the bucks sure last night um you know if you've seen the final score 95 to 70 you can pretty much predict how that one went the Bucks kept it within 10 for most of the first half which for this team and considering the opponent isn't too bad but the Spurs went on a 10-0 run in the third quarter and that was pretty much it so we, we, we won't won't talk too much Bucks there's really not a whole lot to say about that <laughs> uh, sorry everybody <laughs> um, I think that's the last yeah of the Bucks if you came we'll here for Bucks about. talk yeah we'll, we'll quickly kind of I know what we're going to be talking about this podcast and it won't be more Bucks no it won't but we will talk <laughs> a little bit about the Lakers they after falling to Philadelphia uh on Wednesday or on excuse me on Tuesday night uh, I think the Kobe retirement tour kind of hit rock bottom in that one he kind of redeemed himself. Uh, I think he has a pretty big hole to dig himself out of overall. He certainly hasn't. He was due. He was due. And he still hasn't you know, put it together from an efficiency standpoint. Uh, I wanted to ask you, James, Kobe's yet to shoot 50% from the field in a game. And the closest he's come was a 7 of 15 performance. So that's right around 47% against Dallas last month. What happens first? The Golden State Warriors lose a game or Kobe Bryant shoots at least 50% from the field in a game? Yeah, we talked about this in the office yesterday, and I think it's the Warriors lose a game because, like, they, so they they're in the middle of a, a road trip, a seven game road trip, and they they started off two and zero on that road trip, obviously, but they go at Toronto, at Brooklyn, at Indiana. I think they lose either the Toronto or the Indiana game. I just I have a hard time seeing them winning every single one of these these seven road games I don't see them losing to Brooklyn obviously don't see them losing to the Celtics or the Bucks but uh, I could see the the Raptors or the Pacers getting them there and I I doubt Kobe shoots over 50 percent in any of his next three games so I'll I'll go with the Warriors uh, winning or losing a game is there a game you know we're talking about this you know this grueling part of the schedule maybe no there really isn't like one, you know, they don't have a, a matchup in San Antonio or anything like that, but kind of the accumulation of seven road mm-hmm. games in a row and just, you know, the, now, the building pressure of the streak. Is there one that you point to where they maybe falter? That's the, the yeah, I think the Pacers game is the one that I, w- I would pick. Uh, t- that's December 8th, yep. uh, Tuesday in Indiana. I think that one would make some sense. I think the, the Pacers are a really well-coached team. They you know obviously would be at a major talent disadvantage there but they can do some stuff with Paul George they do have a player in Paul George who you know obviously nobody's been to Curry's level by any means this season but he's been about as close as you can get so you know when you have a guy who can kind of single-handedly maybe offset most of what Curry's doing of course that gives you a great chance I wonder like how you know I assume they would probably put Draymond slash 
Iguodala on him for most of the game, and you know that's a that's a tough yeah tough matchup for him. I mean that that's about as good as you can throw at him, other than like Kawhi Leonard. So mm-hmm. uh, that'll be interesting to kind of see. Uh, probably a, a game that everyone should try to tune into if they can. Yeah. But if if they were to make it through that that gauntlet of a of a seven game road trip, they go home uh, a couple cupcakes: Suns, Bucks. Uh, jazz I, I think they they would win those games and uh then you'd then you'd have a december 25th christmas day matchup at home against cleveland so you can only imagine how crazy stuff would be if they were going into that that game against the Cavs undefeated i know that's i, I mean what, i think they'd have to be what like 32 and 0 or something for that to happen so basically they'd be on the cusp and i'm not sure if that's actually the right number or not but they'd basically be on the cusp of like tying the all-time winning streak Obviously, it's a rematch of the finals. They'd so be twenty nine and 0. twenty nine and 0. or okay. twenty eight no going in. Oh, that okay. Game. So maybe not quite, quite so unattainable. But yeah, I mean that would be, whew, what a game. I mean, even if they lose one or two before then, it's still going to be an, a, an insane matchup. But I think that would add to it the fact the Warriors are at home. The streak would still be going. But yeah, I mean the the Hornets were actually playing them fairly well last night. You know, I mean it was, you know, there was a nine point game at halftime. It's they close the gap a little bit at the beginning of the second quarter, and then Curry goes on a 24-point uh, run, 24 points in a row for him uh, without any other Warriors scoring. He finished with 28 points in the third quarter. Seven games already, James, this season that Curry has at least 30 points through three quarters. I think this was his sixth or seventh 40-point game already as well. So, I mean, it, it, things are getting out of control. 14 of 18 shooting, 8 of 11 from three. I'm sure you've seen the highlights of some of those shots he was hitting in the third quarter. It's getting to the point where... You know, if he's going to pull up five feet behind the three-point line, what do you do? If you're Kemba Walker, I mean, there was there were times you know we've, you've, you've probably seen it on Twitter, a couple frustrated you know photos, vines of Kemba Walker just look like, what am I supposed to do? And if you come out and guard Curry thirty-five feet from the basket, he'll blow by you, and if you don't guard him, he'll just pull up. Yeah, there's there's really not much you can do, uh, especially I mean. Most of these teams are just completely unequipped to to handle it. I think there's maybe a few teams, maybe the the Spurs could could scheme the Warriors a little bit there. Uh, you know, if you put like a player like LeBron James or Kawhi Leonard on on Curry, that that could maybe shake things up. But it really kind of takes you out of everything else you do. Like if you if you go hard to kind of slow Curry down, it kind of takes away from uh, whoever's guarding him what they can do on the offensive end of the court. So. Even if you go hard, say like you put Kawhi Leonard or, or LeBron James on him for the entire game, that that's still going to hurt those guys at the offensive end. So right. it's really, and we haven't really seen uh, Clay Thompson play his best ball yet. No, either, not so. at all. That's that's kind of the big wild card. I mean, Draymond Green is playing his best basketball of his career. You think maybe he'll regress at some mm-hmm. point, but at the same time, he's still young and getting better. So it's not like this is unattainable. Andre Iguodala shooting a ridiculous percentage from three, but at the same time, most of his looks are open and they're from the corners. So you know, you think maybe he'll regress percentage-wise at some point, but again, probably not too much considering the quality of the looks that he's getting. Uh, they don't, I mean, they haven't really missed a beat without Harrison Barnes. You know, they can just throw Brandon Rush in there and, and be just as good. But obviously, when Barnes gets back, uh, you know, you think they could be even better. But I mean, this team—it's hard to ever look at an individual matchup. You know, all factors, you know, in a vacuum and say. I don't, you know, I, I don't think this team is going to win. You have to kind of look at situations like we talked about, where they're playing multiple games over a short span of days, or you know, they're banged up, and, and that's kind of what it's going to take to beat this team at this point. Looking at other games real quickly uh, from Wednesday night, 
Pacers beat the Clippers in L.A. The Rockets hang on to beat the Pelicans. The Bulls beat the Nuggets. Raptors over the Hawks. Knicks over the 76ers. Pistons Suns was a good one. That went into overtime. Huge games from Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, uh, Andre Drummond playing well. But I don't even know if Drummond got to 10 rebounds last night, which was surprising. He wasn't in foul trouble. Just kind of a an odd night as... The Suns were a little bit shorthanded. No Tyson Chandler. Alex Len only played 15 minutes. But John Luer, uh, where did he go to college again, James? He went to Wisconsin, right? He did go to Wisconsin, yes. 20 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals. Uh, I mean, obviously he's not going to see 39 minutes on most nights. First of all, it's not going to be overtime every night. And, you know, when Tyson Chandler's back, and they didn't have Markeith Morris in this one, but... I mean, do they have to consider giving him at least maybe a little more run? He is a guy that has looked good in smaller sample sizes throughout his career, just has kind of been in situations where he's never, you know, he's kind of been on the cusp of a rotation. Right. He's a guy I've always kind of liked as someone that could be your seventh or eighth man on like a on a good squad. On uh, Phoenix, he might be a bit more than that just based on the, the players they have, but he doesn't really have any weaknesses in his offensive game, or at least based on what you're going to ask him to do night to night. Defensively, I think he's a smart team defender, so he's not really a, a negative on that end necessarily. I mean, there's obviously some players that he wouldn't be good one-on-one matchups with, but uh, I think he knows kind of what he's supposed to be doing on that end too. So I think he's an underrated athlete. It's, it's I think nice. he's a guy you don't look at and think would yeah, be a good athlete, no, but it's, he, it's, he moves well. It's nice that he's finally kind of getting – getting a a longer look here so mm-hmm. uh yeah i mean I, i'm excited for that yeah ursan had 15 points in the first quarter in this one detroit all five starters in double figures four of the five got at least 22 points so yeah drummond finished 22 and 12 which i mean by his standards uh is kind of an off night but reggie jackson 16 assists to go with 34 points 23 for Ilyasova, and 24 and 14 for marcus morris um but yeah the end of this the end of the lakers wizards game I, did you end up seeing the kobe highlights yet yeah saw those did he <laughs> in in any way did he redeem himself for basically all of the transgressions of, of his first 15 games uh no i i mean obviously not the, those transgressions were pretty mighty uh he oh, would yeah. have, to, have to go to confession he, he would have to do quite a bit to, <laughs> to redeem himself from from that i think it's if anything, it just kind of ensures that we'll see him continue to uh, make those transgressions going forward just because this that game kind of establishes in his mind that he's still the player that he thinks he is. That, that's what I was thinking, of. too. It's like this is almost a, a kind of a worst-case scenario for the Lakers because I think at some point, even though Kobe is Kobe and he's this great competitor and you know we could go on and on, at some point if he would, were to keep just putting up these horrendous shooting nights, I think he would maybe not take a back seat, but I think he would – reduce the volume i mean mm-hmm. 17 three-pointers the other night you know etc cetera, etc cetera. but a game like this is kind of like oh i still got it i still got it and now this like does this kind of buy him like five more games of playing like this in his mind try like 55 more <laughs> <laughs> uh as long as he's healthy i think that's what he's gonna be doing out there so Ugh. uh you know we were kind of talking uh you know we, we brought up the who's gonna Shoot, is he going to shoot 50% or the Warriors are going to lose first? Uh, that's an interesting one. I think the most interesting uh, or most kind of comical or entertaining thing that's going to happen uh, in, you know, we've, we've seen Kobe do, you know, he, he won a game with his heroics. He's lost plenty of games by just jacking it up. So we've seen that. We're not going to see anything really different on either sides of that coin going forward. But we're going to get to see him 
presumably play in the all-star game and presumably take do, do what he's doing right now <laughs> with the Lakers but do it with these amazing players on his team and on the court with him and he's still going to be uh, dominating the ball taking all the shots and we're going to have to see guys like you know Steph Curry and and Kevin Durant sort of sit there and smile like fake smiles and just be happy, have happy to, to be playing alongside Kobe. Like, what would have to happen for Kobe to not win the All Star MVP? Uh, he would have, he'd to, have to scoreless. He'd right? have to score less than fifteen points. I think. I think he's gonna. It's gonna be like because you know how the All Star game works. Mm-hmm. The defense doesn't pick up until like ten minutes left in the game. Like they're gonna give him shots, and you know it is what it is. We talked about like who on who on the Western Conference or excuse me who on the Eastern Conference is gonna want to like go at Kobe and try to embarrass him. Like nobody would do that, and. You know, I think like you mentioned, Russ. Like, if they were on other teams, that'd be interesting, you know, to see. Because I mean, Westbrook was like gunning for the MVP last mm-hmm. year. If you remember in the All Star game, it was it was obvious, and that's it was kind of fun to watch. Because if you're not going to play defense, you might as well just see what you can do. And I think Kobe's going to take like 15 shots in the first quarter and just kind of try to establish a base to on which to mount that MVP conversation. But if we're talking about the All Star game, Kobe. Kobe's going to be voted in by the fans, right? First of all, mm-hmm. but if, for example, if he wasn't voted in, would he? Would the coaches be like obligated to add him to the roster? Uh, I think so. I like there would, would just be kind of a. I, I think. Well, we're going to get to our predictions. I have him getting voted in by the fans, right? I think uh, that's. A lot. I mean, he almost gets voted in by the fans every year, no matter what. Right. So, yeah, you're not going to see like the All Star Game is such a trivial event that watching players like Kobe Bryant in their final all-star game is like what makes it kind of an event like it's right not, it's not like it's gonna ruin the all-star we're game. not putting guys in based on PR you know it's it's right. it's you know the fans want to see players like Kobe Bryant go out uh maybe he catches lightning in a bottle and does one of those you know like the Magic Johnson all-star game or yeah you know, I mean there's there's tons of great moments from past all-star games where players that are past their peaks kind of show up on on a big stage and do stuff so i think he's gonna get in via the fan vote um you know i I think he's it's it's gonna be interesting to see how many minutes he plays what the other players do because we were talking about like are there any players in the east that would have the balls or kind of lack of uh sense of you know, respecting a player like Bryant to kind of embarrass him because he's he's ripe to be embarrassed if if you want like if LeBron wanted to, you know, just completely shut Kobe down defensively or just torch him offensively, he could. We're both in agreement that LeBron won't do that. But is there any like so so first of all, I guess who do you? We could start with the East because it's a little bit more funky and maybe less interesting save the west maybe for last but like who do you have starting from the east side right now real quickly i just want to go back to our discussion of whether uh you know kobe gets voted in or not like michael jordan didn't get voted in when he was on the wizards that final Mm -hmm. all-star game and when obviously he'd he'd already retired twice so maybe it had lost its luster a little bit but he wasn't voted in and you remember what happened with vince carter basically being pressured by the media and by veterans around the league to give up his starting spot Carter was voted in as a starter, and I think he received the least votes among wings or guards or whatever it was, and basically came down to, hey, man, you got to step aside for Michael Jordan. So like, I could definitely see that same scenario unfolding it, you know, here. Mm-hmm. But the other, the other thing is Jordan was actually good. 
you know, by 38, 39, however old he was at that point, by those standards, he was putting up good numbers. And like, he, he was a justifiable choice for a coach. You know, he wasn't, it wasn't a charity case like Bryant would end up being here. Um, so it'll be interesting. You know, I think it'll, this is, it's going to be Kobe's night in a lot of ways. And I think it'll be interesting to see how, you know, kind of how the players on both sides respond to it. You know, if you're on the, if you're in the West, you just kind of got to realize like, I got to defer to Kobe for most mm-hmm. of this game. And, you know, I don't think I, the All Star game, like you said, it's not taken that seriously. So I don't think that's going to be a huge problem. You know, I, I don't think guys like Durant or Westbrook are going to be like bitter about that by any means. But it's going to be an odd dynamic because the worst player by far on the court is going to be the focal point of the entire game, and he's not going to be able to. You know, I guess he is. He can technically play like he has been with the Lakers, but he doesn't have Roy Hibbert, D'Angelo Russell, mm-hmm. Jordan Clarkson around him. You know, he has other, you know, all world caliber players. So it's, it's going to be a very, very odd dynamic just because of how bad he's been but as we've seen Kobe doesn't really seem to be flustered by any of this negative attention he's kind of like reveling in it yeah I think he like that that quote about him thinking that the the Sixers thought that he was maybe going to go for 81 when he hit those three threes to start the game that's like that was, one, that was a laugh out loud that, quote. that's one of my favorites <laughs> and it just kind of speaks to his mindset of completely like he he says that he like welcomes the haters like because he like or he welcomes the negative like media stuff as much as he welcomes the positive, uh, but I don't think he gets what the negative media stuff is like. He gets that people are, um, you know, giving him grief for his low field goal percentage. I think, but he doesn't get that people think he's like done you know like i think i I think people he thinks people are just getting on him because he's he's in a slump like in his mind right um yeah he's not done he's slumping right he's gonna get out of it uh so you know he think like what he doesn't understand is like nobody on that sixers roster is old enough for him to have been their idol coming up like nobody views him that way on that team like lebron's those guys idols and like guys like durant are those guys idols like he He's the idol to guys like Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook who are like in their late 20s or early 30s. Like that's that's kind of where he is uh time-wise. So it's not like all these young players are coming up and being like, "Ooh, like Kobe." Like I mean, some some of them are. I know Draymond Green. Well, I think he's a big Kobe said guy. something. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I met LeBron, but meeting Kobe was like meeting a god." Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like I think it's there's one thing like playing against a guy that you grew up loving and you respect. Uh, there's that's one thing, but also you're not going to look at Kobe now and just just the way he plays. You're not going to be like in awe of his game. You're going to be in awe. I don't of, think like, the Sixers him. came in with the right. game plan of like we need to stop Kobe. Right. I mean that your game plan should be like we want to funnel the ball to Kobe so right. that he takes as many shots. And that as was possible. the game plan, and they won. And so uh, it's it's kind of going to be interesting in the all-star game like Kobe's going to be kind of uh it, it's going to be all about him obviously and I'm fine with that but it's going to be he's going to have such a warped view of like how everyone is viewing him like it, it's going to be kind of an out of it's like sort of an out of body like experience. Like he's going to have a completely different he, image of what's going on. Than like he's going to think it's just this. Oh man! It, like he's going to think it is all about me. And yeah. in a lot of ways, they'll make it about him. But like, if you're a guy, you know, Kobe's not in the locker room, and you're, you're you know, the guys are sitting around mm-hmm. talking. You're not going to be like, man, this is crazy. This is so great that we get to do this for Kobe. It's like, geez, really? Mm-hmm. Like, and I think in Kobe's mind, he's like, this is an honor, you know, for mm-hmm. these guys to be able to do this. And I think that kind of always all goes back to like 
you know, and he's been open about it. Everybody, you know, you read stories of how he idolized Jordan and how other guys around the league idolized Jordan. Like, I think for a lot of guys, like you mentioned, especially kind of like mid-career guys who grew up Mm -hmm. with Kobe as the man, you know, maybe they do view him that way, but I don't think he holds quite the reverence, you know, throughout a career like, like Michael Jordan did. And, you know, I think for the most part, guys were were in awe of Michael Jordan, even at age 37, 38. I don't think they're still in awe of Kobe. I think it's he's been so, so bad this year that in, in even a small sample size that it's kind of – I don't think it'll impact his legacy overall. You know, we, I don't, mm-hmm. you know when we look back in 20 years, you're not going to think, you know, man, he had that terrible year. I mean, we might laugh about it. But this year, if you're in the NBA and guys pay attention around the league, you know, you're not you – how can you take this guy seriously? Uh, you know, I think the, the, the stars are – more like inclined to to get his side of things than anyone else just because i think they all kind of assume that they're probably going to go out in a similar fashion you know like uh like durant i don't i don't know if durant is gonna (laughs) already talking about it's gonna it's gonna be uh able to i don't know do you see him being a guy that could like go out in like a paul pierce type of way i don't know i mean it's so early we're, to tell. we're running out of time we gotta get yeah to we gotta get to the all-star stuff, stuff. Um, i don't know we'll, we'll speculate on durant's career in a, in a couple of years but yeah so i got us off track earlier you asked me who my my starters would be for the east yeah. and so starters i'm going drummond at center i'm going lebron and paul george as my forwards i'm going kyle lowry as one of my starting guards mind you this game is in toronto he's fourth in the league in win shares um and i think the other guard spot is pretty much up for grabs i john wall hasn't played very well i think he's going to get in this game but i think jimmy butler is going to end up being the second guard for the east who did you have um so i have lowry and wall at guard i mean the starters it's it's fan vote so you got to remember that uh I think Wall gets in via the fan vote. I actually think Kyrie has an outside shot of getting in via the fan no. vote. He's not going to play enough games, do you think? Well, it doesn't matter. If fans vote you in, the fans well, vote I guess, you in. But like, is like, he, I don't know. Is he that much of a fan favorite? I think Kyrie versus Lowry. I, I, have, Lowry, I have Lowry getting in. Um, He's but, starting. I mean, Lowry, I mean, okay. So Lowry and Wall. But I, I do think okay. Kyrie's got an outside shot of getting voted in. Uh, and we should say these are our predictions, not who right. we think or want in. And then I think I think LeBron, Melo, and Paul George actually all get voted in. I know that there's no center in there, but mm-hmm. uh, you know I think the way the game has kind of changed and evolved, you know my my forward slash centers in the West aren't guys that LeBron couldn't guard one on one. So it's I think LeBron is kind of the de facto center there. Sure. Uh, Mello and Paul George, I think, get more votes than Andre Drummond, even though Drummond is is deserving. Certainly, I, I think he comes off the bench. Uh, so those, I mean, we're we're in agreement basically on everybody yeah. except. Wait, who did you? Not I got a couple guys in? on the bench. Chris, I think it's going to come down to Bosch or Whiteside for one of the center spots in the East. I think it should be Whiteside. I think it'll probably be Bosch. It'll be Bosch. It'll be Bosch. Right? Assuming this is a coach's choice, they're not like they're not choosing Whiteside. Um, and I, yeah, like I said, LeBron and George at forward. I think Melo comes off the bench. I think Kevin Love gets one of those spots, mm-hmm. deserving or not. You know, I think he is just kind of a lack of talent at that position, honestly, in the East. Uh, I think Paul Millsap gets in. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, last year the Hawks had four All-Stars. So basically I'm saying Horford's out, Teague's out, Corver's out, uh, Millsap's in. I think Porzingis has an outside shot based on the fan vote. But he 
can't get voted in as a reserve based oh on that's true what, yeah what am i thinking yeah he's he won't get chosen up but do you think he could actually like rival paul george in the fan vote like you know new york is gonna as soon as the all if he's still playing really well when the all-star voting opens like new york's gonna go crazy on this i think it's i, I don't think so just because like yeah new york 95 percent of people that cast a vote in new york are gonna vote Porzingis, but less than five percent of people outside of new york are gonna vote Porzingis. Right. so uh, I think just the overall across the country and across the he world, might end up Georgia splitting votes with Melo in some ways too because yeah. LeBron's going to get one no matter what. Yeah, so not gonna, New York's not going to be strong enough to get Melo and Chris Stapps in. So we agreed Love, Butler, uh, Drummond, yep. Bob, Bosch, Millsap. I also have. Uh, I I didn't. Did you say Wade or I have? I think Isaiah Thomas gets in. Um, See, I don't, I don't, right or wrong. I don't, I don't think he gets in. Well, who get, um, I mean, who gets in over him? So I have Paul Gasol and okay. Dwayne Wade getting in because yeah, I could see that. Because the thing is, is like, it's not when it comes to coaches. Like coaches ca- and fans both don't really care about how good you are. Right. Like coaches care about if your team's winning. Fans care about like whether they love you as a player. So like coaches aren't going to put a guy like Isaiah Thomas in over. Like say the Bulls remain a top three team in the the East. I think Paul Gasol gets in. Uh, Jimmy Butler obviously gets in, and then I think Wade gets in just because coaches like to kind of pay homage. Like if yeah. you're on a winning team, like Whiteside's not going to get in over, over Bosch or Wade just right. because it like you got to pay your dues that type of thing. So. Yeah, I think Kemba Walker has a, has a case. I don't think he has a very strong yeah. you know like. I just think like so if you're on the like Cavs, Pacers, Bulls, Raptors, Heat. Hawks, if you're deserving, yeah. I think you'll probably you have a good shot. You'll get in, in over a guy like Kemba but, or Giannis. Yeah, but like if you're on the Magic, Celtics, Hornets, yep. like Drummond's going to get in just because his numbers are crazy. But uh, like that's the bar you kind of have to clear. You have to be like Drummond level good. If to you're going to be on a, on a bad team, yeah, exactly. So some of the snubs, Brooke Lopez. I mean, you're not going to get in on a, no. a Nets team that might have eight wins at the All Star break, but he's been really, really good. Jaleel, yeah, she's. <laughs> Snubs, <laughs> snub city at Jalil. Uh, I, I guess if we're going Bosch, I think Whiteside will be a big snub. I think you could make a case for Teague or Horford. You know, probably mm-hmm. over. You know, Horford Millsap is maybe a toss up. Teague and you know a guy like Thomas or Wade or Kemba, those are all kind of in the same category for me. Reggie Jackson's been good, but there's no way the Pistons are getting two guys, and and his usage rate has been so high. And then. Like a couple of weeks ago, Giannis looked like maybe a dark horse guy who could sneak in on like the last spot. But the way the Bucks have fallen off, and the way I mean, three straight single digit scoring games for him, he's kind of fallen off as well. So I think it'll take a pretty big run for him to get back into there. Um, so we're looking at the roster from last year. A lot of similarities. Like I, I have Kyrie falling out. You know, like you said, I think if he pl- if he plays out of his mind for a month and a half, then he'll certainly have a chance. But I think he falls out. Other than that, other than the two other Hawks guys, you know, Corver and Teague. Um, then it's pretty much chalk from last year, and that's really not that unexpected. Yeah, and I I don't think like with Kyrie, like you, we have to remember, like uh, Yao Ming's gotten voted in before when he hadn't played a game at all. <laughs> like so, it I think as of like two years ago, he was right. Still- like it doesn't matter. Like it honestly doesn't really even matter how well Kyrie plays. I think there's a certain faction of fans that are going to vote for him no matter what. So. Uh, like I just don't think people should be surprised if he ends up if someone gets snubbed because Kyrie gets fan voted in. Uh, so the West, this is where I mean, that's a decent team out east. I think the fact that Paul George is healthy and and Drummond has emerged a little bit 
makes that team better than it has been in years past. But out west, it's just a bloodbath, a gauntlet, and you have to wonder how much the Warriors' dominance impacts that voting, and how much the the Spurs being the the second best team in the league impacts yep. their their chances of getting two players in. Who did you have starting for the West? I think it'll be Davis at center. Mm-hmm. I I think it's kind of it's easy to say he's been a disappointment, but his numbers are still you know, he's they're still all star starting yeah. caliber. I've seen a couple of places where Draymond Green has gotten that center spot. And fan like, vote, fan vote. Uh, Davis is gonna yeah. out. He's gonna like triple right. or so. I got Davis. Bold. Davis at center. I think it'll be Blake Griffin and Durant on the wings. Uh, strong case for Kawhi Leonard, that's for sure, and, and even Draymond Green. But that's just kind of how deep this West is. It's not like case based though. That's the thing you got to remember. Like yeah. it doesn't matter what your case is. It's I know who the fans are gonna. Vote I know for. exactly, and that's Blake and Durant. I think. Well, I mean, do you think Blake? So do you think Blake is a lock for I a think, fan vote? I think Blake's a lock. I don't think Durant's a lock because I, of the injury. I think. Uh, so I have Davis and Blake, but then I have Curry, Westbrook, and Kobe. Oh, three guards. Yeah. Okay, so Kobe's going to start, we're assuming. Yeah, yeah so that's and one of them. So Curry's in. Curry's an absolute I think lock. Westbrook gets more think, votes than Durant, actually. I I could see that, yeah. And then, you get, I mean, Chris Paul even is still Chris Paul. He's not a fan favorite. No. All right, so I'm going – well, I'm still going to stick with Durant, right. Blake, Davis, Curry, and Kobe so, as my uh, starters. So we just have – Two different Thunder guys, getting right? In there. Exactly, and then on you know as my reserves, I, I like Cousins a lot. I don't know, coaches he's not getting coaches in. might not like. He got in last year, yeah, but he's not he's having a better in. year than he had last year. The Kings are slightly less dysfunctional he's than last not year. Getting He'll get in. in. No. Kawhi on the wing. Then you're gonna have to tell me who's not getting in because I don't. Okay, I don't get yeah. In. Well, who do you have getting in over? Well, well let me just, hold okay. on. Let me just finish the rest of my West quick. Blake, Kawhi, Green, Durant on the wing. Curry, Westbrook, CP, uh, Damian Lillard. James Harden and then Kobe are my guards, so that's twelve. So I have Draymond, CP, Durant, Kawhi, Harden, and then I have Marc Gasol and Dirk getting in. I don't think Marc Gasol is getting in this year. I think people are down on him. It's Dirk, the coaches. I could see. It's the coaches. They're the they're going to yeah. be they're going to have a top five record in the in the West when the All Star game. Comes yeah, out. it's good. And that's, that's true because there's really no, like you got to have somebody off that team. You'd think. Yeah, he's. I think he gets it. Like, if I don't know a single coach that would pick Cousins over Marcus All, given the the team circumstances and yeah. the amount of games that uh, Cousins has played. And I mean, it's fair to note that like Davis, Cousins, and Gasol all made it last year, and Tim Duncan, and Dirk. Right. So we're basically saying. Draymond gets one of those spots. Durant, because he Durant gets one. I don't of know. Those. Durant was. Durant played last year, didn't he, or not? I want to say he was. Uh, no, I think he. I think he played. Well, then, so, does Kawhi get know. one of those spots? Was Kawhi in last year? Um, no, Kawhi yeah. was not in last year, so that's one. Did, can you see if Durant played? Okay, yet? yeah, Durant did not play. Um. So yeah, I think. I mean, I think somebody has to drop out. I don't think it's going to be a all-star caliber player on a top five team in the conference i think it's going to be a player that's whose team's clearly not making the playoffs and uh just i mean there's just a lot of negativity with that king situation i don't think i don't think the gap between cousins and gasol skill wise is big enough for him to get that nod i think it'll be interesting to kind of see like is there any scenario where, assuming Harden doesn't get in via the fan vote, is there any scenario where coaches leave him out because of the fact that he basically got Mikhail fired? 
That's possible. Okay, other side note, Durant did play last year. I was searching 2014 <laughs> All-Star game, so Durant did play last year uh, regardless. But that's a good question with Harden. You know, it's like coaches hate, coaches hate coach killers, and yeah. he basically got Mikhail Well, there's fired. that, and also the fact that the team is struggling. Um, and like it, with Davis, right. it's like the team sucks, but he's, he's been playing well. The there's, been, there's been injuries yeah. and things like that. Harden has been like objectively inefficient. He's kind of regressed on defense back to where he was two years ago. And, yeah, I think that's a legitimate question. I think he does get in. I, I think he would get in way before, you know, if it came down to, like, Harden or Lillard, I think guys, coaches would still go with Harden, Lillard's right? Lillard's not getting in. Um, Lillard's not in? No. I so who do, who did you have over Lillard, then? You, do you have an additional forward? So I have everybody that got in last year plus – Draymond, uh, my bench is Draymond, CP, Durant, Kawhi, Dirk, Harden, Gasol. Okay, so I'm snubbing Dirk. Okay, I don't think I think Dirk, I think he should get in. But Dirk I'm, gets the coaches. Coaches love Dirk. This Mavericks team's overachieving. I think my love for Cousins is clouding this. Yeah, I think your your love for Cousins clouds a lot of things. Um, <laughs> so so uh, I, I think I think we're gonna have to we're, we might have to put a. We we make a lot of bets that never get uh, cashed in. I think we might have to make another one that doesn't get cashed in on whether Dirk or Cousins okay. makes it. Do you want to do Dirk versus Cousins or Gasol versus Cousins? Because you have I'd rather do Gasol. So you have Dirk and Gasol not making it. Yes, right? and you have Cousins and who making it? That I don't. Um, know. This is real. I have Cousins and Davis in the front court. Blake, Kawhi, Green, Durant. I don't have. Okay, I have all those guys. Who's do you have a shoot a guard? Lillard. Oh, you have Lillard getting in. I think Lillard gets in. Oh no, no way. Um, all right. So yeah, Dirk and Gasol versus Lillard and Cousins. Dude, you gotta. You don't. You know the history of this man. Coaches don't put guys from losing teams in the All-Star Lillard game. was on the team last year. Does, yeah, the team yeah, is winning, but he's, he's playing way better than that. It doesn't this year. matter. I don't, it, I don't know. Like him being in last year, the team was good last can year. Can we agree that Clay's not making it despite the, the no, Warriors record? They're only getting two. We can't because if he gets hot here over the next like month or so, like yeah. they the coaches are going to want to put a third Warrior in. Like they're just going to be desperately trying to find a way. Especially if they go into the All-Star break at like thirty-nine right. and two. Like. Coaches love winning. Like you've heard, like Jeff Van Gundy on Zach Lowe's podcast. Like all coaches care about is winning. Like, yep. and if if they are continuing this like awesomeness, and Clay can just get that that points per game up to around like seventeen or something like that, I think he gets it. Yeah, I think he could be the one that would kind of push Lillard out. It just it's kind of a shame that Kobe. You know, like he's kind of the the guy who's keeping someone probably pretty deserving out <laughs> oh, of the All Star. Oh, game. he's definitely doing that. Um, yeah, I think it, I think they should let Kobe. We we discussed this in the office earlier. I think they should let Kobe just throw on like a red penny and just play all time O. Mm-hmm. Like that way, you you eliminate the chance that he'll have to play any defense. You know, as if you know that's not really a big uh, point of emphasis in the All Star game. But you know, maximum shots. He can kind of you know play for both teams. Just get the get as many points as possible. So. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, it's still so early. I mean, most teams have played what? How many games? Like twenty-ish, mm-hmm. less. Um, yeah, so, I mean, quite a few less. So, mo- I mean, some teams are down at like sixteen yet. So, obviously, a ton of time. But usually, by this point in the year, you can kind of start to tell the trends of you know who's going to be doing what, who's off to the starts that they need to be off to get these uh, these type of awards. But yeah, the, the Thompson is going to be something to watch a lot. I think that'll be interesting. Kyrie when he comes back. I mean, from all the reports I've seen, he's looked great, you know, in practice sessions. But you know, you kind of hear that about every player who's who's coming back. But 
I mean, he's not a guy that I expect to be limited for like a month or anything. You know, I think maybe the first few games he'll be worked back in, but well, they don't have to like they can take it really slow. Yeah, if that's they the want thing. Too like it's not. Yeah, I think we've talked a lot about um, they're in playoff mode. They're just they. That's all they care about. Like I don't even think they care about home court that much in the East. Like it's not. It's just not a big deal. It's it's you got to be healthy. If they're healthy, they're going to the finals. Right, exactly. They, I think they know that, and that's pretty clear. So, yeah, I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna certainly be interesting. We should probably wrap this one yeah. up, keep it a little bit shorter. We got got guys that need to get into and the studio here. I should should throw this out there. If you want a ten day free trial to the site, you know what you had to do. You got to go. I don't. Rotowire dot com slash podcast. I believe is the way to podcast. to get that. Yeah, I I've heard of those. You do that and. You can get ten free days to the site. You don't even have to give a credit card. I think. I mean, it's just no. You free. don't. So like, super. If free. you like it, you can come back and sign up. If you don't like it, well, you got your ten free days. So yeah, uh, definitely go out and do that. Jokes on us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're yeah, we're giving away literally giving content. away access to to articles, to our lineup optimizers, all of our daily content, and that's mm-hmm. of course not just for NBA. You know, if you're still playing fantasy football or DFS in the NFL, college football, college basketball, hockey. Pretty much anything esports. I heard uh, Peter Shanky, our president, was talking about we're doing fantasy women's golf starting sure. next year. So if there is a sport out there that you want to play fantasy for, if, there's a very good chance that we have information. If on there it. is a golf tour in the world that people get paid money after golf tournaments, then we are doing. We're going to cover it next year. Right, is basically the the gist of what I'm hearing. Are you going to host our LPGA podcast? Right. Right. Yeah. I think it's. <laughs> It's going to be me and uh Doria. I don't know. One of the interns maybe. We'll we'll see we'll see what <laughs> happens. Want, inter, intern Miranda. Shout out to Miranda. Yeah. He's a pretty big into the women's maybe golf. Maybe it'll be so. me and me and Miranda and we'll just talk women's golf for maybe an hour and a half once a week. I think that seems low. It'll be it'll be me just being like whispering. So is this women's golfer good? <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think about this one? How about hers? Is Annika Sorenstam still still good? Yeah. <laughs> Right. Um, but yeah, again, we're sponsored by DraftKings. Um, you know, play in in week thirteen coming up. One point two million dollars going to first place in their weekly Millionaire Maker event. Again, you can use the promo code Roto Hoops. That'll let you play free with your first deposit on DraftKings. I'm pretty sure that works for any kind of contest too. You know, if you if you make a deposit and you enter that Roto Hoops promo code, it doesn't mean you can just put that towards basketball or anything like that. So uh, it should work for NFL or just about any contest that DraftKings offers. Again, that promo code is Roto Hoops. That'll get you free entry now with your first deposit on DraftKings.com. So it's not fantasy as usual. This is DraftKings. Welcome to the big time. Oh, wow. You're actually wearing your hair down tonight. Yeah, because I finally decided that I love my hair. I figured out the solution for my morning frizz, midday poof, and even next day bedhead. It's Frizz E Secret Weapon Touch-Up Cream by John Frieda. Well, you and your hair look flawless. Flawless and touchable. Feel. Oh. See? It's soft, smooth ends, no flyaways, shiny. Well, I clearly need to get some because your hair looks amazing. Frizz E Secret Weapon, only from John Frieda. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. 
Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.